Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 28th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, doing great. Uh, you know, just been a little shell-shocked by by all this talk of player of the year. I think we learned why we don't get any, any time off because you give golf writers time off and they can talk themselves into anything. I was going to say, this is a conspiracy about the big content. You know, the content lobby, right? Yeah. They the don't deep, deep content state just to keep keep it churning. You know, there's no there's no PGA Tour event this year, this week. But God, we are just talking ourselves silly about the player of the year. That's why we don't get weeks off. That's why we don't get them. Could you tell me who player of the year was in 2012? 2012. Um, I'm going to guess it was Rory. I would guess that, too. But like, you know who won like the 2012 Masters or the 2015 Ma- like you know who win like you Player of the Year is just not a thing. It, it it's not a thing that we remember beyond the these like three weeks or whatever that we debate it. Right? It's definitely not the ultimate prize. I can assure well, you that. There's only one ultimate prize. Uh, somebody was I think it was Sweet Lou Brown as usual was making fun of. So they had the graphic. The season of championships, and so they 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 had them all up there with the four majors in the middle, and they just had Rory. It was like a a family photo where you got too many people in the frame, and they're like they they just like jammed Rory in on the on the edges of the photo around the four majors, just look kind of like really forced and like metaphorically forced, like this season of championships of just adding these two the players and the, the the August FedEx Cup on the end of it is pretty pretty funny image so it's uh, uh, they got they got the uh they got the new year there's the, we're going into year 2 now kind of crazy yeah and, and right into olympic year too we'll get into some schedule stuff later do you think the olympics sneaks in this season of championships <laughs> no no way uh maybe no, no. Well, it's NBC thing, right? So NBC will like make it a part of their graphics package, and they have the players, and they have the uh, the FedEx Cup. FedEx Cup. So yeah, I bet they make it, whether the tour wants it or not. I bet they make it a part of this whole season of championships. So, because that'll be before FedEx Cup, right? Yes. 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 Okay. It'll be in Tokyo. I was reading today. It's like forty-nine events or something in forty-four weeks. There's, oh. I think there's, I think there's eight weeks without PGA Tour golf, and seven if you don't, if you uh, include the Olympics. Seven weeks starting, I guess next week. So cherish, cherish this Labor Day weekend. No, no big tour event. 
there, there's only seven, I guess, coming in the next next year. Um, all right, let's get into it a little bit. Uh, this schedule for the week, we have the corn. What do you want to say any more about player of the year? Do you give a sh- like what, what, Brooks won player of the year for the PGA of America, which I think is a media vote. I, I don't have a vote. You have a vote. I got a vote. Yeah. No, you did. I don't have a vote to anything. <laughs> I have a vote for the Haskins Award. That's it. That's true. That's right. I think everybody has a vote, though. A couple of years ago, I tried to join the Golf Writers Association of America, and they just never responded. <laughs> I don't know whose loss that is. It's probably mine. I'm just kidding. But So I, I don't have a vote for anything, I don't think. Um, we got to rectify this. We got to get votes. Nah. <laughs> Well, look at well. That's why we make up our own awards, where that's we true. hold all the power, authoritarian regime. Uh, all right, so so Brooksy wants that one. Do you, is this a debate you care to? I mean, we don't need to engage I, it. I, I just would say I think I think Brooksy secretly, deep down, wants Rory to win. It'll give him a little motivation, a little chip on his shoulder, new chip on his shoulder. because oh, it is a player vote, correct? Yeah. And Fergie, I saw Fergie wrote an article about it today. He's like, it's going to be a big judge of like what the players value. There's no of- way that Brooks doesn't win. <laughs> In rookie of the year, too. Are more Cow and Wolf going to beat Sanjay, who played 35 events, made it yeah. to Atlanta? I think the favorite's somebody else. Champ? Oh, yeah. He's not. Oh, Spent the most weeks atop the rookie rankings. Hey, do you know off to- off the top of your head where he finished and strokes gained around the green? Uh, yeah, he was dead last, one hundred ninetieth or something on tour. Literally, no one lower than him. No one lower than him. Rounds. I think he f- he w- he lost like right. almost a full shot per round around the greens, like point six shots. Yikes! Okay. Uh, all right, schedule for the week. We have the Corn Ferry Tour Championship presented by United Leasing and Finance. That is a five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten word, ten word uh, title for the event. The longer the title, the more prestige. <laughs> is that true? Huh? Yes. Corn Ferry Tour Championship presented by United Leasing and it's Finance. It's all it's a single sponsor. Event? Well if you think Corn Ferry. Do you think they sell the, the Corn Ferry final tour championship the way they sell the FedEx Cup? Why isn't there a stagger start here? <laughs> For cards or what do you mean? Yeah, we, I think we should get a handicap start here. Why, I mean, they if it's such a, a good system, why aren't we using it for the Corn Ferry Tour? Yeah. I don't know that it is a good system, though. Well, that's I, I'm saying. If it's so good. I think we have a couple different different goals. Championships with different goals in mind. Um, different, you know, targets oh. they're trying to achieve. All right. <laughs> um, this is such a good playoff system. You know, we should use it for this one too. So that looks like actually a, a wraparound type event. They're going Friday to Monday, which I kind of like. Get, get the spotlight Monday afternoon. Yeah, what are we gonna do? Oh uh, yeah, shit. Well, last year 
we started the we started after Labor Day. Wednesday after Labor Day was our first show ever, I believe. Uh, be I, I, I'm not going to be able to pod on Monday. <laughs> Worse for the wear. Uh, anniversary. There's going to uh, be a. Oh, yeah, that might, <laughs> might be dicey. Yeah. All right. Well, a, we'll we'll figure something out between now and then. Um. So that that's that's on uh, Golf Channel going Friday to Monday. This is the event of the week. I would suspect as such. Yeah. It it is. It's. I think it's. It's great that it kind of has its own spotlight out from under the PGA Tour at least this week. No, it's it's awesome. I think it's great. Um, I saw um, Will Gray tweeted something. I think it was Will Gray. Said there's like a tropical storm headed right for Florida. So if they were doing the old Atlantic Beach, probably maybe another cancellation. Remember the one they just canceled. It's just why you don't host stuff in the southeast in in, in August, August, September. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was an idiot that went on a honeymoon in in the Caribbean in September. <laughs> you know, I know firsthand I'm not going back there in September because <laughs> there are hurricanes. <laughs> not if we don't. Not if we start nuking them though. They may that may <laughs> stop them. Um, all right. So so that, we'll get back to that. That's the event of the week. Uh, Cambia, Cambia, Portland Classic is the LPGA event out in Portland. Last event before the uh, or the Solheim Cup. That's, I'm excited to watch this event. Prime and, time. And almost any other week, this would have been the event of the week. I'm excited to see that golf course. What golf course is it? Um, it's it's a uh, Edgewater, Columbia Edgewater. I think. Okay. Is it Why you, It's an AV McCann. I think it's got some good bones. It might be really over-treated. I think it is, but I, I'm excited to see the golf course. Okay, interesting. That'll be on primetime, 6.30 to 9.30. That is not a uh, Monday finish. Um, and Solheim Cup picks are wrapped up. What's uh, Julie Inkster took Morgan Pressel and Stacey Lewis, two veterans who aren't really necessarily playing all that great or near the top of the world rankings right now. But uh, one thing I was reading up on that, Julia Inkster, I guess, is having to wear like, so they take this like hard hat analogy, you know, like something that like PFT commenter like makes fun of, like lunch pail guy, fullback. <laughs> yeah. So Julia Inkster, remember everybody had hard hats and lunch pails at the last one in uh, Iowa? Uh-huh. I guess she's got to wear like. She made like construction vests, like ref- with the reflectors, <laughs> for this next for her Glen Eagles. They're they're really taking that whole you know metaphor, whatever the fuck it is, to uh, the extreme. They've got they're gonna have construction reflector vests with their names on the back. Come it's kind of crazy. We got alert PFT commenter that I think I remember tweeting the. The lunch pails and hard hats, Adam last whatever that was two years ago, which he loved. Uh, old SB Nation colleague. Um, all right, so that's the uh, LPGA. Over on the European tour, we have the Omega European Masters at Crans, Montana. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce that. You know, you know what this week starts. What's that? We've got a a new watch. We got something to track the rest of the year. Race to Dubai, watch. Race to top 50. Oh, the whole Masters, the Masters finish line. Yeah. Actually, he's already just... in the, he, yeah. 
Westy's already in the Masters, but uh, every, everybody else, you know, that's kind of... Oh, because of the open finish, yeah. right? Yeah, but uh, everybody, this is, this is a big deal for the European tour, guys. You this, know? Whole, this whole European tour stretches could be kind of juicy, right? I think it's awesome. I think the, the, the PGA Tour kind of messed up in a way because I feel like September is just like, I think of September as like my favorite golf month of the year. Yeah, but you're gonna watch the Bears every Sunday. Like, it, yeah, this, but we're it not doesn't talking matter. About playing golf, but it doesn't matter. I watch golf Thursday, Friday, Saturday too. Yeah, and they just handed it over. They just said, "Here you go, European tour. You can have September." Uh, this is, I gotta, I gotta. The European tour didn't have any month. They didn't rule any month. Now they rule September. So we got some great ones. September is, uh. Porsche European Open, that's kind of a dog, like a goofy event in Germany. KLM Open in Amsterdam. Then they have the Wentworth. Then they have the Dunhill. Then they have the Spanish Open and the Italian Open. Pretty good stretch. You know so, what we get? What's that? We get Coffee Golf show. Part 2. Yeah, we do. We really do. Kind of great. You know, let's wake up. Maybe like a crisp September, October morning. Have like a nice cup of Bixby. Watch a little golf overseas. Um, I kind of, you know, you're this this architecture guy, you know, savant. Can I've got a, an overarching philosophical question? I understand if you will dismiss it out of hand. Can can the views can views make like a golf course interesting in and of itself on their own? Yeah, I mean, like a view views are like. You can't have a bad time like when you got a great view, I feel like. But like <laughs> people you, are talking about the gonna, views at this place. I know nothing other about it other You're than always going to pay up for views. Like well, yeah. So like I'm you're going to pay about... a, pay a high dollar for the views, but in my mind it like a lot of times when there's a great of course with great views, like Torrey Pines for example. I'm really yes. happy that I went there and played there. I went and played I don't know, maybe like six years ago. You can say you played and, there. And I w- got up early, did the whole do sweeper thing, and I went and played. I'm glad I went and played there. But, like, I have no no urge to go back. Right, right. So yeah, I, I think great views are for, like, a, a single play thing. Okay. I just bring it up because of the Switzerland event. Everybody just goes nonstop about the views. You know, the mountains playing up there. it's kind of like liberty national <laughs> kind of minus yeah minus the the smog and the industrialism it's a little different <laughs> the the nuclear uh the waste field uh, the <laughs> super fun yeah the super fun site uh but that does have views liberty national has great views i suppose um all right so we got uh a lot of guys over there rory mcelroy's over there sergio garcia's over there he's kind of like a de facto host. I think he makes his home up there, second home. Sergio? Third home, yeah. I wonder he's, if he's less angry in, at altitude. <laughs> I think his anger travels. You know, I did see he, he played a uh, program with Dennis Quaid, and he called him a fellow Texan <laughs> on the Instagram ca- caption. That's why he's big Tex. That's this why he gets dressed, dressed up in all American gear when it's the U.S. Open time. That's a throwback to the old three-man weave on the fried egg, I think, right? Yeah. 
We used smart. to call Sergio Big Tex. He'd drape himself in red, white, and blue, <laughs> even though he's from Spain. I feel like Rom's kind of a Big Tex guy, too. Yeah, he's more of a, might be more of a, yeah, ASU guy. Uh, all right, so that's a that's a pretty strong event. Early morning golf, Roy McIlroy, Sergio, among others. I think West, Westy. Is West playing? Westy's playing. He loves to go to that event. I saw him. Uh, He's he probably brought his girlfriend. He brought his lady. They're probably uh, just they're drinking it up, yucking it up all all week. Well, he tweeted like this amazing photo of just grinning ear to ear, holding really? this goblet of one of some sort of beverage oh, yeah a bunch beverage. of people sent me that i mean just you there might not have been a happier man on the face of the earth based on the, the way he looked in the photo I, I i'm gonna add to my bucket list you know get worse for the wear with westy that's like my lifetime bucket list <laughs> would be pretty good would be pretty good all right um Elsewhere on the schedule, we have the Shaw Charity Classic. I think that's Champions Tour. Only three rounds. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Not even playing into Monday. So that's Champions Tour. Where is that at? That's a good question. I kind of just didn't give that the time of day and wrote it down real quick. That, we're getting, you shouldn't be dis disregarding the champions tour it's almost champions Can- tour season it's almost chuck schwab cup time canyon meadows golf and country club it looks like it's in alberta calgary 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 should have more you know that calgary should have a pga tour event why That'd be great what oh they barely can support the canadian open the whole country can be <laughs> Oh, Mike, you're going to get some angry emails about that. Shit. <laughs> you're messing I with mean, the wrong Canucks. They're saying they were losing money for years. <laughs> you think the event in Calgary is going to work? <laughs> I just feel like... It could Where be are they the, going to put it, too? Could be the Canyon Meadows Golf and Country Club, apparently. I don't know. I mean, it just you come in. It's the biggest event in town in the summer. Probably everyone's just getting hammered there. I would like to go. I'd like to go. Maybe maybe we should go to the Champions Tour event. Bucket list for me is going to like a Calgary Flames Oilers game. I just want to see what that's all about. All right. Uh, so that's the schedule. We can, also can you guess who's number one on the on the power rankings on the PGA Tour dot com for the champs? Oh God. Uh, who's McCarran? I want to know who's in the Champions Tour fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> Like, why are there power rankings? Who's who is in the Champions Tour fantasy league? <laughs> I I hope one of our listeners is in a Champions Tour fantasy league. If you are, please identify yourself, and I want to know about it. And I want in next year. How do you even begin? Maybe we should what start if, one. What if you're in a one and done? Because aren't there like I mean it's like a rotation of like eight guys that win on the Champions Tour. I assume McCarron's number one, right? Or I yeah, don't know. He's number one. That sounds about right. Ron Burgundy. Uh, also, that that's that's your schedule for the week. Corn Ferry, Portland on LPGA, European Masters up in Switzerland, and the Shaw Charity Classic in Calgary. But we also, not to neglect, a couple other events. We have the U.S. Senior Women's Amateur and the U.S. Senior Men's Amateur. Uh, not on TV. Definitely not on TV. So I was reading up a little bit on those. 
Great event. Oh, yeah. Awesome event. What would you guess they're playing the senior men's amateur at? What Yardage-wise? Yeah, that, that's at uh, Old Chatham and Durham. Uh, 6,700 uh, 6, yards. 71.34. This is, I'm sure, it, you know, fluctuates, but that's the, the fun Holy cow. fact sheet. What would you guess the U.S. senior women's amateur is playing at? That's at, uh, I think, Cedar Rapids Golf and Country Club in Iowa. Uh, senior women's amateur. I mean, they're like, a lot of them are in the 60s. 5,900 yards. 57.32. So, uh, some great stories. There's in the quarter, so these are both in the quarterfinals already. Karen Wilson, she's the only player, uh, second woman ever to play in both the U.S. Open in tennis and golf. Whoa, joining Althea Gibson. That's Never kind of unbelievable. Of. Yeah, so wait, the U.S. Open in, in tennis, tennis and, and golf. golf. So she played in the U.S. Women's Open or the U.S. Senior Women's Open? What I think it's the U.S. Women's Open. Okay, based on so then, so that's an old stat about her. What do you mean? It's not like she accomplished it this week. No, 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 no. This is a senior amateur. Yeah, but she's okay. yes, 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 yes. But she's yes. That was a prior kind of bullet point on her. Bio. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, Sean Martin would have tweeted about it this week. <laughs> uh, Rhonda Orr. I was reading a little bit of how how things were going today before the quarters. She like threw out her back and she was like getting back massages from a member at Cedar Rapids. Like this is the kind of like grassroots stuff you want to you want to pay attention to. She's like some member who got some run. They had her name in the article. Started giving her massages on like the fourth because she's like a massage therapist. You know, that member better watch out. You know, Jason Day might hire hire. (laughs) And then on the senior it's the senior men's like I, I the best part is just running through all these guys uh all these guys like day jobs like this guy works in finance you know that you got to be 55 you have to have a handicap of like seven i think i mean in- all these guys are like plus twos right right i couldn't believe that was the cutoff it's like these guys imagine there's like some six six handicap like 65 year old trying to qualify for this um, they do. Trust me. They, they qualify. Out, they go try. They well, go yeah, shoot like a hundred. They try. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just like so. Rick Cloninger works in the construction industry. Brady Exper, minority owner of the Astros. That's not very good. Cool. Works in life insurance. <laughs> my, my, my. Oh, he, that's not very cool. He owns a major league baseball team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, whatever. I like more of the. You you want a little uh, history that was made this week there? Yeah, yeah. This is from amateur golf. Um, yeah. First player to medal at the USAM, US Midam, and US Senior. Jeff Wilson. It was Wilson. Yeah, he's a defending champ. Still in it. That's amazing. That was last year medal that yeah. what that he won it they yeah 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 so he's still in it though right mm-hmm. you got so i don't know he won he won three u.s mid-ams or actually he medaled in three u.s mid-ams a u.s am or two u.s ams and a u.s senior pretty good 
I gotta imagine the the senior amateur circuit on both sides are full of reinstated reinstated amateurs, right? Okay. People who play did a lot of damage on pros in their twenties and thirties and now playing senior amateur events. Maybe. But just like I don't know, I don't know when this reinstated stuff get, got really crooked. Territory sales be- manager for a turf and ornamental company. I love these bios. One guy is a board certified eye surgeon. Um, vice president for an executive like these guys are just all like you know regular joes so general sales manager from an automobile dealership i don't know why the usga includes all this in their bios but i appreciate it my favorite is this roger newsome guy who's a quarter finalist he plays so he plays only he set up his own eye practice and he's doing like uh eye surgeries and seeing patients all week so he he hits balls on at lunch on Wednesdays and then plays weekend golf every now and then. Senior he's, amateur. So he's in the quarterfinals? Yeah. That's pretty Roger cool. Roger Newsome. So. Guy from cool. Illinois won a couple of years ago. Dave Anyways. Ryan. Pride and, pride and joy of Taylorville. Not on TV, but... Uh, <laughs> pride and joy. Not on TV, but I remiss if I didn't mention some of the, the interesting stories. People getting massages out on the course. Just everyday Joes. You know, when they're 50, 50s and 60s. It's kind of so. bullshit they, they, uh, that Bacon gets this week off. He should be out there grinding. <laughs> he hasn't worked enough this summer. Get your ass out there. Bring us this coverage. I saw the handicap cutoff for the senior women's was like 14-something, which is interesting. Um, I think you right. should go out to the uh, senior women's uh, AM qualifier next year. What yeah. do you mean? Report you go on out to it? your lo- local one, just like you did at the U.S. Open. Find the fourteen handicap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would kill to be a fourteen handicap, so I'm not going to talk any shit. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the event of the, week. of the week. What are yeah. What are we doing right now? We're talking about senior amps. I just want to talk about some insurance salesmen out there grinding. Okay. I, bet, I bet of the what there's a quarterfinal eight guys left. I guess I would guess that at least half of them work less than twenty hours a week. You think? Yeah. They're I don't not think, like the guy doing I don't think I know. <laughs> or they they do whatever their profession is strictly during winter months and <laughs> they right, play golf right. the rest right. of the time. <laughs> that's usually right. how the how the quarterfinals of any am event go corn fairy there it looks like 12 guys i think we read that off on monday i locked up can i give you some data big data from john as a cowitz as a cowitz god i always fuck that up yeah you always mess it up i mean he's a friend of the program long time twitter follower twitter person i don't know personality is too strong a word but anyways i followed him for a long time Went to a little school called Harvard. Pretty good at the math, as they say. And uh, golf nut. So he was sending us some facts. Can I just read these down for you? Yeah. Again, send, I was, I, I was going to prepare these up, but I didn't. <laughs> there you go. I'll retweet. I'll retweet in the morning. John Ezekowitz. You should follow him. Uh, because the KFT finals are only three events, and the same guys have played well in the first two, the top 25 is uniquely volatile going into this last week. 14 to 25 are definitely not safe, and the bubble is the equivalent of finishing T12. Some data. In 2017-18, there were four events, 
and only five guys moved into the top 25 during the last event. The worst fallout this week, that week was uh, from 17th, dropped out of the top 25. But only five guys moved in. In 16, 2016, the fourth event was canceled by the hurricane, which we mentioned. Nine guys moved into the top 25 in week three, and number 15 fell out. In 2015, when, as he uh, notes, Big Bill Reevy won the finals money list. Only five. Shay Reve. <laughs> only five moved into the top 25 in the fourth week. So this year is even more volatile than 2016 when they had the hurricane. And they cut off at three. Potentially. Events. Potentially more volatile. Well, yes. It has a possible. Yes. All those the guys tw- could play well. and Nobody could move in. Yeah, that's true. The 25th guys made 19,000 versus 25th place in 2016 was at 27,000. I mean, technically points, but, you know, crosses over. We could see literally half the tour cards flip over at Victoria National this week. Is this what the PGA KFT wants? Again, I'll retweet them in the morning, so you should all be following. This is a great question. Yeah. This is this might be the case for handicapping. <laughs> Staggered start? Yeah. We need to reward the guys that have played too well the first two weeks. Is that how you'd stagger it? These guys already inside the top 25 are starting ahead of the ones outside? Yeah, of course, right? That's what we do. I don't. I mean, yeah, it's, it's really volatile, and you're going to hand out half the cards, but like, I just don't know that there's any perfect solution. I mean, Q I School used to be an to entire be longer. week. And Q School used to be one week. This is the this is the result of it being three weeks. Well, the problem is that the whole PGA Tour calculation part of this, right? The seventy five guys that get bumped down, like you have to give them a chance somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, you but don't what, have to do anything. <laughs> I I would like to see more cards handed out based on a seasons of work on the corn fairy tour right more than 25 but again you that just leaves the pga tour guys the 125 you know 126 and up really in no man's land right you got i don't know that there's any easy solution you would just have it four weeks q school was one week long there would be just these complete schmoes the the finals of q school is one week long the whole process of q school is if you have to start from pre-qualifiers four weeks four weeks over four months or three months that's true you know that's true i mean is this uh, it's not ideal you don't want half the cars being handed out in the final week i i well i think for obviously the the other most volatile one was when hurricane and there was nine cars that changed hand i'm guessing that nine cards or so will change hands this week again that seems like it'd be appropriate number obviously over half of them could flip but that's not going to happen um yeah he says 14 to 25 are definitely not safe yeah i mean is grayson murray gonna fall out you know of 14th i don't know who knows but the uh i i guess like it's gonna be dramatic it's gonna be interesting so it's at the end of the day it's an entertainment product 
Right. I think it'll be amazing. It won't be. Uh, tell us a little bit about Victoria. Have you ever played Victoria National? I haven't. Will Will Knights wrote something. It's up on the site uh, okay. today as of uh, this recording will be up on the site. He compares uh, Victoria National to uh, Rainbow Road for those Mario Kart fans. <laughs> yes. He's like, it's a, a, windy ro- a windy, narrow road with no barriers on either side, and you have to be absolutely perfect to get around it. He's That's like, a brilliant comparison. Oh, it's, just, it's amazing. That's great. Great writing by Will Knights. So, Rainbow Road. I wonder how that Canadian, who was it, Ben Taylor? Who was the Canadian? Nick, Nick- Taylor. He said he was the greatest Mario Kart player in all of uh, Canada. Will Knight says he's really good at it. You know, he might he might be able to challenge him. So, I mean, that is certainly going to add into the whole drama entertainment product point that you were just making. Like, it's just you can get blown off the face of the planet on the last like four holes, right? Yeah, three like holes. a guy could legitimately go into the last three holes, like t second, and walk out of them like t seventieth. That's the type of golf course this is, yeah. where you could just make like th- two quadruples in a row. I see the shrimp won here last year, I think, right? Jose de Jesus Rodriguez mm-hmm. playing with Matt. He's, he's on the bubble. He's number he 20 right now. He is. Do you have any bubble boys that stick out to you? Bramlett. Joey Bramlett. He's number 17. Stanford, former Stanford Cardinal, long mm-hmm. hitter. Once on the cover of the old Golf World magazine, I was a cover boy back when I used to get the old Golf World and flip through it page by page. R.I.P. Um, we got the Master and Commander number 30. I can't believe he's still out there playing. We got to get BH3 back up on the on the tour. We need more of like, the thirds. He should be like teaching a class in Annapolis, like Jack Ryan or something. I can't believe he's out there still trying to grind. Um, Doug Gim. Doug Gim, 29th. Billy Hurley, the third, 30th. Cameron, Cameron Davis, the young Australian. He won, the I think, the Australian Open or the Australian PGA last year. I can't remember which one. That sounds right. What are Aussies named Cameron? Right? What other? Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Cameron Davis. Cameron Beckman. Isn't he an Aussie? What I mean, a lot of professional a, golfers. He's a big country it's not like a small place it's not like they're all coming from the same town i'm not suggesting they are just interesting you know davis riley 43rd he could get his bump jump up he's he's, he's, he's he's the one who turned pro in december he's a test case for this whole like you got to turn pro and Mm -hmm. this semester break hovland's not playing this week i saw that uh zb's not playing either charging up the batteries I think that makes sense, right? You got to hit the ground running with this fall schedule. No, I agree. I think it makes a ton of sense, right? Um, we got Stevie Fountains. This is Stevie Fountains' big shot here. Where's he at? He's number 50, uh, 53. Actually, you know, thinking about this with trouble <laughs> everywhere, you know, trouble everywhere is akin <laughs> to South Florida <laughs> Mount minor league golf tour yes. style. That is the type of golf that he thrived on <laughs> in South Florida. So, uh, you know, there's some great Tom Fazio quotes, and uh, everybody should read this Will Knight's article. Um, but where where it's Fazio admits that if the wind blows, it's unplayable. 
Well, that's what you want. There you go. So, yeah, I really hope that the wind outdoor blows. sport. This this uh, has historically this course has had the the toughest scoring average on the web.com tour. The only course that had a, a harder one was when the that Bahamas event played in the hurricane. Right. <laughs> that thing was ridiculous. That was the Norman course, right? Yeah. The, the like, eczema. Greens are on like you know, little isthmuses out in the sea. Um all right. Anything else on this? I mean it's gonna be a delightful watch. We'll we'll talk more about it on Friday. Is there yeah. a player you definitely want to see move it? move in is there a guy you're like really rooting for fountains he was gonna give up golf last year fountains yeah he How was not yeah he said until he got through q school he was literally gonna quit oh, that's right that's right that's why we were so enamored with him for the yeah. first half of this year we haven't visited with our old friend stevie fountains i thought we were making t-shirts stevie fountains t-shirts we yeah we were i i got Pull up! I lift up the curtain here uh, behind the scenes. I forgot uh, to get those done. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, fountains T-shirts may be available. I mean, uh, like that—that that is the crazy thing. Is like you can just like miss every cut, and you can miss the first two cuts, and then go well. f- finish eighth and get your card. Play well, yeah. It's kind of crazy. There's hope out there for guys like that. Weecroft has played the worst, and he's the guy that's been the most outspoken about not having a job next year. Seems right. like he kind of talked himself into this, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, so we're transitioning. Are you anything else on Corn Fair? Are you good? I'm good. So fall is like where we we have the most fun in the fall. But I want to. We'll we'll do probably a more holistic fall series preview, but. What would be your? I saw a quote in a Brian Wacker article today about like what would you be your scheduling philosophy? It was a quote from I think Rose. He's like typically the farmers is my my first event, but then you're two thousand points behind in the FedEx Cup leaders, so you're always playing catch up. Like if you were so, like, I think we heard Kepka. He's like going away. He's like I'll see you next year. He's done. He'll do whatever Prez Cup and stuff like that. Maybe CJ Cup. Like if you were like a top player, is there any reason do you care about falling behind in the FedEx Cup points? Like do you feel like you need to play? No. Not at all. <laughs> I might go over to the cash grabs. I might go to Asia. That's what I found. Yeah. I found that interesting because Rory, you know, Rory at, at If Atlanta, you're a top player too, you're getting in your private jet. It's not like you're slumming it. Right, right. Rory in Atlanta last week was talking about how like he doesn't need the money, he doesn't play for money, he doesn't care about money. But like he's playing all at Q four everywhere. He's in Switzerland. I mean, some of this is about maintaining status on both tours, but you know, he's playing in Switzerland, he's gonna play in London, you know, Wentworth, I think the Dunhill, playing Japan and China and then Dubai. Like that's a lot of golf. Some of that's definitely just chasing money, chasing cash, right? I don't know. I mean, this is his job. I'm like, not. I'm not. That's I'm a, I will say the other thing is like these guys are like they take off all the time. It's like, I mean, it's nice. That's the way you know you've got yourself set up. But like, you know, some people like uh, it's the whole work to live or live to work thing. Sure. There you go. I, so I, I think. Uh, I'd go to the I'd go to Mayakoba too. 
because there's no fans. You're <laughs> uh, <laughs> such a prick. Um, all right. I, I I just think it's interesting as as we kind of put a bow on the last season and start to have to look at what you need to play now. Like, how do you schedule it? I'll say I, this, I, and I'm not. By the way, I'm not criticizing. Rory's within his right to do whatever he wants. I'm not. I don't think it's bad. I just found it interesting. Like last week, he's like, I'm not playing for money, and then he's playing everywhere, over all over the globe. I think that the fall has almost better destinations. I think so too. You got Greenbrier. The Greenbrier, yeah. that's got to be a great week. You got Napa, that. Napa. There you go. You got Jeju Island. <laughs> it looks really nice out there. It looks fantastic. Bermuda, right? Yeah, you got Bermuda. Probably during a cold month. Playa del Carmen. Sea Island. It's always so cold, that Sea Island. That's, that looks not, yeah, that looks freezing. Hero at Bahamas. Yeah. I mean, it's good, good, good travel. Jackson, Mississippi. Don't yeah, I might, I might actually just play the fall and then, and then say, you know what, I'm not gonna go to, you know, the swamp. Yeah, I'm not gonna I mean, go to, you know, Texas. Well, that was Rose's philosophy last year when he was talking about that. He's like, I played so much in the like fourth quarter on Euro events. Like, I took all of February off. Took all he skipped all of February. Then he's like, it's kind of like behind the eight ball for the floor swing and the masters. But he low key kind of didn't have a very good year. He didn't no, do a he, good job of scheduling. Well, that's he was bitching about it at the open. You know? What do you think about people that say schedule? <laughs> I don't understand how they get that. But Rose is a Offender, prime offender. I, know. I was thinking when I was talking about Rosen's scheduling that he would say schedule. He does. Oh, he does. He does that every time. What do you think about people that say schedule? All right. It's a British thing, right? It's got to be. All right. I don't need um, to talk about scheduling anymore. We'll get into more of the fall stuff as the months progress. Uh, news. Tiger Woods has oh. knee surgery. I wanted to talk about this. Minute 40. We're, we finally get on Tiger. Uh, arthroscop- arthroscopic knee surgery. Sounds like he'll be out a few weeks before he starts practicing. Still intends to play uh, the Zozo. I'm in love with the Zozo. Well, he's got that big money thing going on. He's got to go play. This seems like just vintage Tiger. What's that? What do you mean, vintage like, time? He he rushes thing. He's getting knee surgery, and then he's got to go. He's got obligations that he has to go play. He's gonna go what? Japan? Yeah. To what, Bahamas? What is going Australia? on? Australia? Like, what are we doing here? He was t- two, three weeks ago. He was talking about how he only had so many swings in his body left. Yeah. Now, now he goes under the knife. And next thing we know, he's playing in Japan, Bahamas, and probably Australia. Maybe not playing, but at least going to Australia. Just seems very counter to what he said he wanted to do. It is, it is a little odd, a little hard to read. But I just, I mean, 
does he need the money why is he why is he doing that why like I, I don't know, a few years ago when he went to Dubai, right? And before he withdrew there, that was all. Why haven't was... we heard anything about that money match either? What's going on? Well, I don't know. It just sounds like that. That may not be across the goal line, right? Uh, it got announced or no, it got reported. Did it get announced? It got... Did people tweet about it? I think so. Rory might have been tweeting about it. People, I think the players might have tweeted about it, but we'll see. Hearing a lot of chatter about that not being across the goal line from folks from folks over in Japan and folks over in the states. So, um, I mean, I I don't I, with that. I don't even understand why Tiger was playing the BMW or playing Northern Trust, right? Like if he if he had like a need that was bothering him, I just wouldn't even have played that stuff, right? What are you doing? I don't. I don't get it, at all. Just load up. We'll see at you know. We'll see at the Masters next year. Yeah, I'll see at like Bay Hill or so, Riviera. I guess I don't know. Yeah, he's it. gonna always have to play Riviera. Yeah, yeah. You know. So. All right. I'm not concerned, but it's just whatever. It's I'm slightly off. concerned. Concerned about long-lasting effects, or concerned about his. his scheduling choices after the surgery i think they go hand in hand (laughs) when you schedule like that (laughs) right after a knee surgery and you're 43 and you've had all kinds of other problems beyond your knees like i always think back to derrick rose derrick rose his career ended when when anthony tolliver landed on his big toe next thing no turf toe ended up a sprained ankle and then he tore his acl it was over. So this little arthroscopic knee surgery, he comes back too early, swings wrong, could be just over. All right. You're scarred by the rose. We've rose into every freaking golf injury like out there. You somehow get make a rose citation every time we're talking about a golf injury. Well, this is how things, they compound. You're, that's you're the way a, your body works. You're in a bulls shirt right now, it looks like. I All right. Bulls shirt. All right, everyone, enjoy your Wednesdays. Get your uh, make sure you get your Champions Tour fantasy picks in on time. <laughs> you got Friday morning. Can, can we start a, a Charles Schwab Cup challenge for the rest of the year? Oh, yeah, Let, let's think about that. Let's spitball on that once we're done here. If anybody right. knows how to run a, a, a Champions Tour, if do you, if any site, if anyone knows of any sites. That provide champion tour of one and done leagues. Maybe we'll start one up for the back half of the year. Make this ball a little more interesting. All right. All right. Enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll uh, catch up with you all on uh, Friday.